Hello, everyone, and, well, that's probably optimistic, everyone. <laughs> hey, Mom. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm here with my nephew, uh, Kobe Clun, or as I like to call him, C. Wayne, um, and he's incredibly white. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, your panties in a twist just yet. This is just my opinion. Generational gap. So let's 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 talk a little bit about what we were uh, <clears throat> what we were just discussing. Like, for instance, the uh, you know something like okay, you got to understand. I was born in 1989. Yeah. All right. So when things are like cool, things are good. They're dumb. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, they're dumb. I mean, you've heard me say it mm-hmm. most of your life. Yeah, you used it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, there's other things like oh, it's bad, it's sick, that's that's cool it's neato it's super duper it's whatever but now now the new generation there's a whole new plethora of words like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh yeah it's gonna be lit yeah lit. oh right it's fire bro it's heat oh yeah it's, it's that hate, like man. flames or hotness. <laughs> yeah it's that, it's that new hotness mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean like even those i get it because like I'm sure it's sexist or something now, but, you know, used to, you saw a good-looking girl, she was hot. Mm-hmm. You know? It was just the way it was. So, I mean, I, I kind of get the lit, the fire, I get that. The question is, um, if if we were telling the truth, we would be like, no, it's also real. Or that's that really real. Or my personal favorite, very easy, no lie. But no, 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 not you. Not you and your cronies. You have... Oh, yeah, man, no cat. Stop the cat. Stop the cat. What? How How does that, how does no cat constitute, I'm telling the truth? I I know, I don't know, but I understand, like, the meaning of it. It's like, it sounds good, it fits, it sounds cool. And I think of it as, like, a cat. Like, you're wearing a hat, you tip your hat to someone. Stop the cat, then I can do that. You know it's a lie. If they said something, that's all I take it, but I don't think that's it. Okay, all right. But uh, go ahead and uh, expand on it like you did before we were recording. Just, you know, about how you can just take words and, you oh, know, yeah. your generation mm-hmm. does that. Like they just, you find a word or anything now and you just kind of change it into how you want it to be because you can get away with it. Yeah. No one's going to call you out and if they do, they're wrong because they're calling you out. Right. That's how you get defensive. Right. And defense that's, is the best offense. And that is literally the way just about everything in mm-hmm. culture works right now. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm a three-headed moose. No, you're not. How can you even say that I am not a three-headed You have no idea how I feel. You know? And you're like, but I can see you. And a one-headed person. And, and you're a human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's up? <laughs> oh, see, that's... It might be... That might not be sensitive enough, you know. Some, you know, some, some, some people with penises are women or something now, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not like those birthers. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so here's a before we get into talking about the uh, like sheesh. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, actually, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about sheesh. And you're like, I wish there was a camera. You put like your left hand, you make the OK symbol with your your pointer finger and your thumb, and you attach it to your right elbow. And you kind of swing your eyes and bite your lips. Sheesh. That's how it goes. And <laughs> that's cool. And we have no <laughs> idea 
why I, and I, or, or what the use of it is. You, you, you use it when you do something cool. Yeah, yeah, or funny. Yeah, yeah or funny. Or, or, or something. stupid. Something really stupid like Sheesh. Yeah, right. Like, okay, Sheesh has been around since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. Or at least the dawn of my time. And, you know, Sheesh. You know, when you do something ridiculous or something like that. But now it's a whole new cultural thing. Sheesh. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Cool. yeah. It's taken over the little kingdom. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, there's tons of stuff reaching the little 10-year-olds now. Like, uh, well, I mean, okay, we coach basketball together. Mm-hmm. And we had fifth and sixth graders, and they were not only explaining to me, but also their mothers uh, about. I, I don't even. I, I'm not. I don't even. I'm not going to come out and say it, but it, it was sexual in nature. I'll put it like that. And I was super uncomfortable, so I was very glad the parents were there. I was like, ah, I need an adult, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, because I am not the rightful owner of these children, so I don't have the title for these, yeah. so you're going to have to come in and deal with this. Uh, but, yeah, you know, no cat. Sheesh. And there's there's about four million more, I'm, I'm certain. I but, right, yeah. And, and we'll, we'll come back to those. A kid at 20 years old, uh, you know, college student, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got a job, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're a college student with a job, about to move out on your own. You know, my thing would be, you know, do you have any anything you want to ask for advice on? Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so lost, I need advice. It just, you know, what to expect or yeah. whatever. Just something to get us kind of going. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what, like, I understand the concept of saving money, spending money, you have to spend money, just, like, get money, but, like, I make enough to pay for the rent, mm-hmm. pay for, like, anything else, and, like, what's, like, a good way to look up, like, saving money, like, what a goal would be? Okay, cool. This is actually something I'm very good at, mm-hmm. and I wasn't up until I had to be because I yeah. went completely broke, mm-hmm. okay? So, <clears throat> there's a... Um, As I'm sure I'll go there, most people do. Yeah, yeah. Especially when, I, I especially when you're 20 years old. Yeah, but 20 pounds and you can't. Exactly, exactly. And especially at 20 years old, man, you're going to it, you're going to go broke more than once, and it's going to suck every time. Oh, yeah. But as long as you have a good head about you and you mm-hmm. kind of understand where your money's going, it doesn't hit you quite as hard. Okay. So that's uh, the problem I have. I think like I know I I know I make money. I know I can. Save it and pay for everything I want and have. Like I'm not living paycheck to paycheck, but it's hard for me to keep like decided like what it's going to. So I always feel like I'm just giving it out and I'm not like earning what I have, but I am. I just don't feel that way. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's dude, that's super calm. Okay, so check this out. You, uh, I took a class. Uh, Dave Ramsey uh, is, mm-hmm. you know, he does this huge financial dude. Yeah, right. He does this course called Financial Peace. Okay. And so I took the class thinking, honestly, I took it through my church, and I was like, you know, this dude's going to be like, well, all your money problems will be solved as soon as you tithe to the church. You know, that, that, that was the mentality I had going into. I was like, man, I don't need this, whatever, you know. But it wasn't like that. It was actually very, very practical ways of just keeping track of your money. Yeah. Right? Okay, so you know how much you make on a – Pay, paycheck by paycheck. You don't have to do monthly, just paycheck by paycheck. Okay? Yeah. So you know that you, you get paid weekly or bi weekly. Weekly. Okay, so you know on average you're gonna have four checks a month. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, sometimes fine, but and, and occasionally, like in February, maybe a, a three check month. Yeah. But either way, you're gonna have probably about four checks a month. So you take that, and you know, you're and I, I'm gonna make numbers up because I don't want you putting out how much you made mm-hmm. or anything like that. But so say you made uh, three hundred dollars a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know that you're gonna make twelve hundred dollars a month. Okay. And so okay, I've got twelve hundred dollars month by month that I'm gonna do. You figure out your electric bill, your water and sanitation, your internet, your rent, your gas money, your groceries, your every single thing that you spend money on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you figure that out in a monthly basis, whether it be subscriptions or whatever, you have to look at it. If it comes out to $1,201, then it's time to cut something loose. Yeah. You got to do that, right? Because you're just not making enough money to support yourself. Mm-hmm. However, say it comes in at um, you know, say all your bills and everything and, you know, using so low of a pay scale is tough. So, but anyway, we're just making stuff up yeah. anyway. So let's say, uh, all your bills come out to $500 a month, mm-hmm. which obviously your rent alone will be more than that. But anyway, so it comes out to $500 a month. So you've got $700 a month that you could save, right? In, yeah. in, in air quotes for people who can't see me. Um, so what you do is you sit there and look at it. You say, okay, this week I have bills coming out for you know water uh, and you know water and sanitation and electric and rent. All comes out of the first. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. I made three hundred dollars this week. Well, okay. So what you do is you run what's called a zero-based budget. Okay, you only keep enough money in your account to pay the bills. Plus a little bit of cushion. Yeah. And you know, the more money you make, the bigger your cushion can be. But like for me, whenever I first started doing it, I wanted to make sure that all my bills would come out and I would still have at least fifty dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then whatever was left that week, I would pull out in cash. And that would be mine and my wife's weekly allowance, yeah. essentially. So we stopped using our debit cards because I'm telling you, man. In fact, your dad is the one who taught me this. People go broke six dollars at a time mm-hmm. because yeah, if it's talk. exactly okay, because hey, it's six bucks. Who cares? Just buy it. six bucks. Who's gonna miss six bucks? Who cares about six bucks, right? So you swipe the card. You swipe the card. And you swipe yeah, the card. It's easy to swipe. swipe the card. And before you know it, you know six bucks has become sixty bucks. Well, you know, dang, there goes that that water bill. You know. Could have, could have cut that out. So without swiping, you, most most people have a um, emotional connection to cash. Mm-hmm. It's in your hand. It's right there. You have it. It's it's there. So getting rid of it, handing it to somebody, knowing it's the last you got, is harder mm-hmm. than just swiping a card. That's yeah, fucking old shit. You know, yeah, or or inserting. Yeah, <laughs> you tell I don't use a debit card much. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got chips now. <laughs> anyway. So you, you put your chip in there and you got five dollars in your bank account and a six dollar item, well, you didn't even feel it. You went in, you went negative one dollar. I got news for you. Positive one cent is still better than negative one dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Infinite amounts of times better. Yeah. Right? So that's the way you work that is you just kind of look at all your bills compared to your income. However much money you have at the end of it. Now, the zero-based budget works week by week. If you want to do like a monthly budget, 
then just allot yourself a percentage. Like, you know, hey, I've got, at the end of the month, I've got 1200 bucks left over that I don't have to spend on bills. Well, you know, I, I don't really want to, uh, you know, just be broke. So I'm going to take a percentage of this, uh, you know, call it uh, 30%. Okay. At 30%, you're taking $40 off of it. You're at 80 bucks. Boom. There you go. You've got 40 bucks in your pocket. Or actually, I guess that's my math is a little bit off, but either way, it's close. You said 120 is I don't know. I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you get what I'm talking yeah. about. It, it, here, I'll tell you what. I'll do it like this. Uh, you've got $1,000 left over at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, well, you know, I need to I need to have this. So you take you know, you take 20% of it for yourself. So you put 200 bucks in your pocket. You've got $800 left in your bank account that you move over into a, <clears throat> an interest accruing savings account. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Okay, well, then, see, you're already on the right path. Yeah. And that's pretty much how you do it, man. You just... You just budget yourself and you pay attention. And if you ain't got the money to go out with the boys and do all this stuff, then you just don't go. I mean, and that's the hard part, especially being 20 years old. You're trying to get financially sound at a very young age. I didn't do this until I was 26, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was already married and things were just really rough, you yeah. know, money wise. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a ton of stuff, but we never had any money. And so I started paying attention to where my money was going. And then you can eventually make your money start working for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're paying attention to where it goes and what it's doing. So therefore, whenever that bill hits, you don't go, oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah. You say, okay, no, I knew that was coming, so I'm covered. I'm good. I'm not worried about that. The cash in my pocket is the cash I got to spend. Yeah. The cash in my bank account and my checking account is paying all my bills. And left over at the end of the month, it was into my savings account. That way, I can start saving for uh, a new truck. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, it's to buy a new truck. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. especially because you're, you don't have a girl that you're super, super serious mm-hmm. with right now. Take all my money. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if you're listening, thank you for making all that money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, I, I don't call it uh, wasting my money on a female. I call it investing in my future. Yeah, exactly uh, right. That's why my cousin, his uh, his wife just got accepted into doctor school at Vanderbilt, like the big university national. Yeah. And he's like, he's paid the, like everything for the past two or three years because she's been like trying to do that. And he's like paid for her to go to there. And then when she gets that doctor money, she paid for him. So I guess like he did that, supported them both yeah. the last three years while she was in college. Yeah. Like, uh, that's kind of like what it is. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, a lot of people like to try to make it out to where that's a shady thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's not. I mean, especially if you're married, you're you're a team. Mm-hmm. There is no your money and my money. It's our money. It's not like he's going to quit his job either. Uh, right. it, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Because, I mean, he's a he's a teacher coach. and a coach. Yeah. yeah. Or just a coach. Both. Okay. Yeah. History teacher more than likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All coaches are history teachers. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's easy. It already happened. I'll just tell them about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hit play on the VCR. It's like, don't you need DVD? No, no, VCR is history class. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's how you make your money work for you, and that's how you set yourself up for success. Like the, the Dave Ramsey thing that he always said that actually stuck with me was live like no one else. So that later you can live like no one else. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta sacrifice and live the way that not everyone else is doing that way later in life, 
you can turn around while you're, you know, you have a career and your wife has a career and you guys are chilling on a beach somewhere on vacation because you can afford to do these things while all your homeboys who are out running around acting a fool up until they were 30, they, they don't have nothing, you know? And, you know, I, I've seen it, man. I've seen it. It works. I'm telling you. Yeah. The only reason my wife and I are in the financial state we are now is because we did this. And we still do this. To this day, we still do this. I bet my mom and her face got a boat and stuff. Sweet. They're doing a lot of the budgeting, Dave Ramsey stuff. Yeah, there you go. So it's like every month they get their paychecks and cash. They set it out. Like they put it in envelopes for each bill. Yeah. And they set it. the rest and hide it. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. That's how we did it too. Envelope. The envelope system worked for us for a while. But we figured out it's like, okay, we're not spending any money out of our account anyway. So I just would start figuring it up. I would pull the cash out, leave everything else in our bank account instead of doing the envelope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I set everything up on uh, auto direct anyway. Way so, easier. You'll forget. And believe me, if there's a bill to forget it, I'll forget it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying that. I don't need water this month. <laughs> True that. All right. So what else? Anything? Or is it just kind of a money thing kind of where you're at? That's just about it. About it. Well, okay. So so let's let's talk about uh, Trina. I remember the name. Let's talk yeah. about Trina. What's up with Trina? It's going good. Yeah, man. It's going yeah, just she, she's starting classes this summer. Uh, right now, I'm bad with words, medical words, but she's going. She's going through some medical courses summer until like October, and it's like a really smart medical people stuff. So. I was like, nice, and then so, both shoes. Yeah, so it's not for it's not a class for people like me. Or me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a medical person. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm numbers. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, and there's there's a lot to be said for that too, though, man. I'm I'm proud of you for. You know, especially over the course of the past year, mm-hmm. I really didn't know where you were going to end up. Me neither. I, I was like, man, this I'm about to have to, like, I don't know, get a hold of them or something. Because you, you just, you know, you, you weren't making good decisions, but you weren't making bad decisions for a 19-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, you were making the same decisions that all of us make at night. Yeah. That's why I never was like, yeah, that's why I was never just, like, on you about it. You know, it was like, I'm not going to get on him. He's already got enough people. But... Hey man, you know you're you're a good example of you know leave him alone and just he's a man. Let him be a man, you know. And, and you ended up making better decisions. You're home now, and you know not in Texas or yeah. uh, Timbuktu or any any other strange place. You know you're you're back uh, you're back here close, and oh, I know I'm happy. You always come back home. Yeah, exactly. That's what, didn't your parents say that? Or not your mom. Your mom was upset about you leaving, but you said, I think you said someone said. He'll come back. Like if you keep pressing, he'll run away farther. Oh but yeah. If you let it be, he'll come back home eventually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that was the whole <clears> thing. Is, is that the harder you push, um, you know, look at it like this. There's a there's a boat, a canoe on, mm-hmm. on the edge of a pond. What happens when you push it? It goes, it goes out into the water and it drifts away. Right. Yeah. You know, if you just leave it alone, it'd still be right there. Yeah. And and that's the analogy I, I looked at. Cause you know, hey man. I was making bad decisions a lot longer than you were. <laughs> you know yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just like, hey, is that a bad decision? Yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm, I promise I'm going to make that one. New TikTok's like the you want me thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gap. Yeah, the generational gap. Exactly. So that, that's, a, <clears throat> that's what we're talking about. It's a generational gap. Like, I don't, I don't TikTok. I barely Facebook. Um, I, I use social media. Uh, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I post the dankest memes and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look at your Facebook sometimes I'm like, like, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't use social media much either. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly I don't see anything wrong with it. I just have better things to do. It doesn't entertain you very much. Yeah. Most of it's the same kind of like oppression is oppression. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's either a ton of people like feel sorry for me, mm-hmm. or there's a ton of people that are like uh, be happy for me, and then there's that select few that we call hoes. Who are like, hey, look at these, yeah. you know, and you're like, well, all right, I might check it out. <laughs> Edit that out, please. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but, yeah, my wife's gonna hear it and be like, I knew it. I'll be like, oh, well, you know what it is. But, uh, but yeah, man. So as as far as um, you know, being young and making bad decisions go, I, I'd say you actually did pretty well. Uh, I don't, I don't know. You I mean you didn't quit school? You just went to a different school for yeah. a little bit, and we're like, "Oh, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <clears throat> you're making a face. Was it not the school that drove you away? No, it all did. That's all. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, another story for another day. Okay, so let me ask you this then, because it is a part of the generational gap. Even though a lot of people in my generation do this, mm-hmm. um, it. it, it for instance, what I'm doing right now, you know, the podcast thing, mm-hmm. it's uh, a low, uh, low risk investment that has an opportunity. Yeah. It's not guaranteed, but it has an opportunity to make some money, that kind of stuff. If we, if, you yeah, know, it's like low risk, endless reward. If you you get what you put in. Right, right. So, I, I the only difference I see is this: this is not my job. Yeah. This is a hobby that if it does take off and make me some money, that's awesome. I'm not, I'm surely not going to be upset about it, <clears throat> but you know, I, I run a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is not my motive income. I run a business. So the question I guess I have is the infatuation, not, not just of your generation, but I feel like you would understand it better than me mm-hmm. is like the infatuation with this internet craze of making money, like as an influencer or as a, uh, 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 gaming streamer, I think is the correct yeah. way to put that. Like, I have a good friend of mine who's a streamer. It, you know, he plays Call of Duty online constantly, and people love it. And I've caught myself watching yeah. it. So, you know, like, I'm, I'm not saying that there's no draw to it. I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, is the mentality behind it, hey, uh, do what you love and the money will come. I mean, it, it, you know, that's that's an old saying. So. For some streamers, yeah, like video game streamers, because when you stream my stepbrother streams, and first, when you stream it first, you're not going to make anything. It's your first time. Right. That's yeah. like a podcast, but like you can grow, but you have to love it to do that. Right. The influencer stuff, if you write a girl, it doesn't matter what you look like, or if you write a dude that's jacked, it's givers fast. Yeah. Influencer kind of stuff. That's why the influencing thing is so huge, because it's getting money fast. Yeah. Show okay. off your body, make fun of people, givers fast. Okay, I mean, I, and you know, hey, I'm I'm all about it. To be honest with you, I mean, hey, if you if you can, if people are willing to pay you, uh, to do anything that's you know not illegal or obscene, yeah, then by all means, I mean, go get your money. You know, I mean, I, I got no problem with it. But the reason I ask is because, like, for instance, I, I have a girl that I went to school with, and she is. I don't know that. I think she's an influencer. I'm not 100 percent sure what an influencer is. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm understanding this correctly, you you can correct me if I'm wrong. But basically, it's like, okay, I'm on my Instagram account, 
and I'm going to go on a trip. Okay, so while I'm packing my bags and filming it for some reason. <laughs> People love that crap. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and plug these vacuum sealed bags that save you space in your luggage. I'm going to plug them. It came from this. Blah, blah, blah. You can buy them at you know the link in my in the comments or, or you know what have you right so you're doing all this and then like I, i'm assuming the people who make the vacuum seal bags are the ones who are like okay yeah we'll pay you yeah sponsorship. You, okay so that's it works off sponsorship yeah but okay so the influencer thing right so for instance uh this woman that i, I say girl because I went to school with her and I haven't seen her since then besides on social media on yeah. that IG you know but uh, that's Instagram right? mm -hmm. okay cool yeah <laughs> uh, but you know that's the only time I've seen her but every time it's like she puts up little cutesy videos you know her I don't know walking down to a beach holding a lantern for some reason I don't know and then I, but here's the thing like she'll have like 6,000 likes on this silly video or picture right uh and people just go nuts and and like travel companies because that's what she does which i, I don't knock her for this she is a traveler yeah. that's what she wants to do she's not married she has no kids she's 32 years old she's you know i, I went to school with her, right doesn't care she wants to travel she doesn't want all that stuff that's fine more power to you you know what i'm saying like absolutely do you man go to town I just, like, every time I look at Instagram, I'm like, why are you making these videos? Like, why are you taking this picture of you, you know, standing naked with a, a, a sheet wrapped around you while you're staring out over, you know, Manhattan? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't get it up until here recently. And I'm like, oh, she gets paid for this? For real? Yeah. I was like, man, I'm going to have to start showing some skin. Yeah. That's the way it is. I don't mean with a body like mine, you know, people would pay me good money to not post pictures. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Pay me money to wear their clothes. Yeah, that's right. They'd be like, hey, yo, it's a Gucci t-shirt. Put that on. Please. For real. Put No, now. Put it on. You know? Yeah. Like, the only way I think I could get paid for taking pictures of myself without a shirt on is if, like, a, a tattoo company was like, hey, yeah. that guy, you know, <laughs> look at him. He's got, they're everywhere. He, yeah, he's mm -hmm. good. Other than that, it surely isn't going to be for a fitness magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into fitness pizza in my mouth. <laughs> no, speaking of our fitness, just real quick, I saw this thing. It showed a picture of a Calvin Klein model like 15 years ago, and there was this like tall, skinny, fit woman, obviously. Right. And I saw one today, and this is not to offend anyone. I mean, explaining this person, they were a African American, mm -hmm. heavy set person, sure. like very heavy set, and I was like, I'm not trying to fit anyone, but like that doesn't scream Calvin Klein beauty to me. Right. Because and see, I'm actually going to As a Jennifer Anderson would, like that's that's how that was. Right. So check this out, man. Like people are always like, oh, beauty's in the eye of the home. Okay, I, I agree with that to an extent. But there is such thing as objectified beauty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you walk out into a Let's just say you walk up out onto a, a, a pasture, right? The pasture is barren. Like, there's no grass going. There's junk cars everywhere. There's a rundown RV that some meth head lives in, right? Yeah. Are you really going to look at that and go, oh, I just look at the beauty. 
because I behold it to be. No, no one's going to do that. You don't know why? Because it doesn't look good. You know, it just doesn't. However, you roll up on my house in the summertime, you'll be like, you can strip dad out. It's a good lawn. That's a good lawn. I'm on the mom's yard. It's a good lawn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I'll talk to you all day about dad stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it's. I've been a dad now for going on five years. I don't even want to be a dad right now. And I still love talking about dad stuff. Oh yeah, dad stuff's a mess, man. Like it's it's the last faction of, of like whiteness that you're allowed to have. Yeah, it's got to be strict. <laughs> yeah, you can you can talk about your lawn. Yeah, the jean shorts, the white. Nike shoes, like New Balance, yeah, the white New Balance, yeah, yeah, all white newbies, man. Crew socks, yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm talking top of the ankle ankle socks, yeah, it's Manny Pack, yeah, bro, that's what's up. Okay, so you're on board, mm-hmm. yeah, 100. percent I like this. I have jean shorts right now. Uh, well, I, I have, I have not committed to dad life enough to buy George yet. Oh, they're tight too. They're not the loose ones. <laughs> they're like the tightest. <laughs> yeah, they were skinny jeans that I cut off. So. I bought them like that, but yeah, they were. <laughs> okay, <jeans. laughs> yeah, okay. It's messed up that you have it. from Walmart. So okay, and here we'll, we'll we'll jump back into generational gap. Um, used to, whenever we're going to go to the park to play ball, we're going to play some basketball. All right, which we still do. Mm-hmm. You know, you come with me and we we play ball. Uh, we have it a few weeks, but we're going to get back into it. We're, we're going to get back to it. But used to, like no guy wanted to be out on the court. We're in shorty shorts. Yeah, that was like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, and, yeah, and it was it was done. You know, I mean, like, dude, I am still nineteen ninety four Arkansas Razorback shorts. I'm talking mid shin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? But now, oh, daddy, now, ages of like, let's say twelve to uh, twenty eight. Oh, rocking them shorty shorts, man, yeah. showing off some thigh, man. You know, I'm talking mid thigh, at least sixty. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, and I'm just like, whenever, like, you started wearing those, I know I gave you a hard time about it, but I was like, why are you wearing it? Look, I mean, I don't know, you look ridiculous. So he's 70 stand over here, you know? And then, like, all the other youngsters started showing up to play ball, and I was like, why are you all wearing booty shorts out here? It's like, mine are, mine are right about, they're about me. They're shorter than what they, like, could be, but they're not, like, how they are. Like, most people are, like, mid-thigh. Bro, bro, like dollar the width of a like, like uh, Dustin's brother. Mm-hmm. I, he he's got them. Of course, he's. I, I freaked him out last time we played because I was like, "You got them long ass legs." <laughs> you know? But uh, but yeah, he's wearing them little shorty shorts. I was like, hey, that's, "That's weird." But once again, I think it's weird because of the same reason that my dad always thought that the things that I wore was weird. And mm-hmm. just goes down. Yeah, it just keeps going down. Like, like long shorts used to be weird back in the day. Yeah, oh, dad's like, oh, you know how you can play ball. They, were, like, they wore shorter shorts than we wear today. Like, they were stupid shorts. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you'd have to keep everything in place or else you might get an X rating on your basketball. Game, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's just, like I said, it's just so weird. And this happens, and it'll happen to you more and more as you get older and as you get married and as you become a dad, mm-hmm. right? You'll start noticing all those stupid things that your dad or Philip or anyone ever, why, why do you do that? Yeah. You know, why do you do, you'll start catching yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. You'll start catching yourself doing that same thing like I'm doing right now with the short shorts. You know, all the guys wear short shorts. <laughs> why do you even wear those? Yeah. 
Well, it's because that's the thing right now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that's what's in style. And it's not even just basketball. That's what surprised me is like I see mad cats out in town wearing these little shorty shorts. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's a thing everywhere. It's yeah. not just when you're playing ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At least you're saying it. At least you're like, nah, it's bad. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I'm not here to sit here and be like, it's wrong. You know, like, whatever to each his own. It's just I'm catching myself slip more and more into, I, I would call it fatherhood, but I'm going to say dadhood because yeah. you know, I'm a hood dad. So that's yeah, that's right. That's what's up. But uh, like not just memes, dank. Yeah, that's right. The dankest of memes. Yeah. I was a, I, dude. I am hands down the dopest of dope. Okay, that's what <laughs> I, I'm the seventh letter of the alphabet. Okay, these are all things that we used to say. Okay, and, yeah, and you're laughing like, man, that's corny. But like, well, yeah, of course it is. But it wasn't at the time. Just like you guys wearing your shorty shorts and saying, hey, no cat. I'm like, what? Why? You know, but it's because I'm in dadhood now. I'm a hood dad in dadhood. That's the way it is, you know. So, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I, like I said, it's a, it's, it's a generational gap. You know, my dad was like, huh. <laughs> I remember when I got my first truck. One of the very first thing I did as I put a new head unit in it, because that's what we used to do. It's as soon as you got a vehicle, whatever sound system was in it, got to go. Yeah. Pull it out, put a new one in, right? And we usually didn't focus on things like, you know, quality, you know, sound quality, or, you know, upgrading all the stuff. No, keep all those Fox speakers, just throw some subs in the back yeah. and let them thump, man. So <clears throat> when I was a very, 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 very small child, uh, we went camping, okay? And this is the days of cassette tapes. For anyone younger than 23, a cassette tape is like a CD that can puke inside your stereo. Jesus. Okay, if you're younger than 25, a CD is like a DVD, but it had music. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But anyway, so this uh, while we're at the campsite, there's somebody who has you know subwoofers in their in their truck or their car or whatever, and they roll by. You know, you know, you just hear the bass pump and everything like that. Once again, I'm too young to remember this. I really am. I'm just going off of the story my mom tells it. She loves the truck. So. We come home from that trip or whatever, and someone rolls by the house, you know, face pumping, right? So my dad says, and I quote, huh, all the kids got that same tape. He didn't realize it was, you know, the subwoofers just beating the bass, you know, beating the mirrors off your truck. It was, you know, it was the tape. <laughs> it was just, that's all it was doing. So, whatever, I got my truck. One of the very first things I did, of course, like all kids my age did, you pull the old stuff out, you put the new stuff in, right? So I put a head unit in there that could play an MP3 CD, okay? An MP3 CD was different than a regular bird CD, okay? We still, uh, you know, pirated all our music like literally everyone else did because it wasn't uh, a big thing back then. Yeah. So you, know, you just stole all your music online. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... Uh, so I did all this uh, to where I could have like 175 songs on a CD, and man, I had two kicker 12-inch comps and like this 1100-watt audio bond amp. Okay, and I get it all hooked up, and man, I'm talking, it's beat. Just, I, I could shake the... the no, it's not like that. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Very confused. It's car and the audio. Yeah, it's just car audio. Uh, auto audio, if you will. 
Um, but uh, write that down. Write that down. Oh yeah, write that. That's a good one. Uh, but anyway, so I could I could shake the pictures off the wall from you know uh, half mile away. You know, I mean, I just I had it cranked. I was loving it. Ah man, couldn't keep a rearview mirror on my windshield to save my life. I was like, yeah. But my dad was always like, why would you spend money on this? This doesn't make any sense. Blah, 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 right? Well, okay, let's take it back to his generation where they spent money on exhaust and, uh, you know, doing all of these things that they could have this old, uh, you know, ugly, ugly vehicle. But, boy, if it was fast, it was it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I know that, that there were gearheads in my generation as well that, the only difference was their really fast stuff usually looked really good. Yeah. They had the money for that. Not so much me. Mm-hmm. I could I could make the stereo go louder than that. I was out, right? So, and then now, you know, it's so crazy because now, like, I look at, uh, you know, kids your age, kids you graduated with, you know, kids that you grew up with that, that I got older watching, you know what I'm saying? Like, play baseball, do all this stuff. Anything of yours that I was at. Usually your buddies were there, you know, yeah. they played baseball, basketball, football, whatever. But something I've noticed is that whenever you got all the kids rolling through town or parked in the middle of town or, or just doing whatever, there ain't any base beaten. Yeah. That's really not a thing anymore. It's really not even all that popular anymore unless you're in that niche crowd, right? Yeah. Which I think I, I still am. I'm, I'm still a mini trucker, you know. Uh, so I still fit in with that. But the people who fit in with that are my age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just a generational thing. Hence the, the gap, yeah. right? So my question is this, other than other than social media, you know, I'm talking about other than video games, other than other than uh, you know, electronic related stuff. What is it you guys are, are into? Like as a teenager and, and as a grown man now. Like you know, I mean, you're still young, you still like to have fun. I mean, hell I'm I'm in my 30s. I still like to have fun. Yeah. I don't do it very often, but yeah. I would like to, you know. And another thing is, well, I'll get to that after after you answer the question. But, uh, yeah, just what uh, what kind of stuff were you into in high school? Are you still into now? Are you newly into that? Uh, right now, like, it's all about trucks. People getting trucks, lifting, mm-hmm. biggest tires you can get. Right. Headlights, spotlights, everything. Everything to make the truck like as masculine as possible to make up for the lack of. <laughs> That's what it is. It's compensation. Yeah. Well, that that it, it, that is good to know because I can tell you that at least that has not changed. So now they're like selling trucks pre already lifted with um, all like the what custom stuff. Like there's not many stock stuff. Like the new trucks are all coming. Right. Rings, tires, lifters. Right. Yeah, coming like the. Uh, I, I think. I, I know Black Widow is its own company, but I know they do a lot of stuff with like Chevrolet at the dealerships yeah. and stuff. So you'll get like a Tahoe that's already lifted, the mm-hmm. rims, blacked out emblems, like all the stuff. Yeah, I'm like, that's, a that's like your truck. Like all the trucks now are coming out with that. Yeah, yeah, right. Like my truck. Way more expensive than doing it yourself, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're paying something to do. Yeah. I, now, I kind of got lucky with mine, though, because I, I, didn't, I didn't do any of the work to mine. I just mm-hmm. found it and was like, uh, well, I don't really like that, but, you know. What's the price on it? And they're like, oh, it's much cheaper than these stock option other vehicles you were looking at. I was like, no, oh, I'll take it. Yeah. So I've got a, you know, a, a one-ton Ford uh, that's lifted and it's got rims and big tires and all that kind Pretty of cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a nice truck. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, I'm telling you, man, it's ill. You know? It really is. 
Is is that something you gotta say? You gotta yeah. say ill. You yeah. don't say ill. I understand. Yeah, right. But y'all don't say ill anymore. Hmm. We do right. not. Okay. Well, fair enough. Anyway, but yeah, it's a nice truck, and you know, I, honestly, me personally, I probably wouldn't have done all that stuff to it if I bought it new. But it was already done, and I, I mean, there's no denying the fact I saw it. I was like, oh, you know, it's a nice truck. I like it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was lifted until I was driving. It was like, well, this beat me to death. This is yeah. just all. But That's a big truck. Yeah, it's a well, it's a one ton already, so it doesn't have any suspension mm-hmm. unless it's loaded down. And then on top of that, you'll put a lift and 22 inch rims and 37 inch tires on it. Yeah. You know, it's like that. Ah, well, uh, yeah, rock falling. Forget it. Yeah, okay, it what, what are you going to do? Take it to Tallahassee? Oh, wait, you did that. Yeah. Uh, whoops. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's not great for cross country, but, you know, it gets me where I want to go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, all right, well, then, okay, other than vehicles, though, I mean, like, I know fitness is huge right now. Yeah, fitness is a big thing. Kind of stuff. Yeah. We're not just, just fitness all the other. Right. Not even trying to get rich off of it, just, just working out, which I, I got to be honest with you. I mean, Self-promotion is like huge right now in the world, I guess, like work yeah. on you, screw everyone else. But that's also not the best mindset if you're trying to work that day. Or, right. Like everything's condescending right now. I, I agree with that. Um, okay. So so here's the thing is whenever I uh, get to a point that I'm like, okay, I need to start working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually take, and, and it sounds weird because I've, I've never been, you know, quote unquote, I've never been to prison, but I used to work in a prison. Yeah. So like I, I take the prison mentality to it. If you're going to work on yourself, uh, you work on your mind, body, and spirit. That's that's what convicts will tell you when they're in jail. That's their opportunity to work on mind, body, and spirit. They usually try to get, you know, and, and not all of them, but I'm talking about, you know, Dustin's a good example. Okay. Um Got his mind right. Figured out what he needs to do to get out of jail and to stay out of jail and, you know, whatever. That's getting your mind right, keeping you focused, getting dried out if yeah. you're an alcoholic, getting cleaned up if you're a drug addict, which, you know, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, getting your spirit right. Okay, well, obviously that, that usually implies some form of religion. Not necessarily Christianity, not necessarily Islam, which those two are the the two predominant yeah. ones in, 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 in prisons is Christianity and, and uh, Islam. So they'll go about getting their mind and spirit right that way. Well, the rest of the time is just gladiator school. You know, they're just, they don't have anything else to do. They're working out. Mm-hmm. So they're getting their, their, their body right. Okay. So on the in the free world here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try to take the same mentality. Okay, which actually argues against the self-promotion, the self-gratification part of it, uh, which is also why I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah man, it is what it is. But, you know, so you have like, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to start working on myself. Okay, so I'm going to start working out, get my body right. The, 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 the hole that's not being filled is the, the mind and spirit. Okay, in today's world, like what you're talking about with you know, getting right, it's usually so you can post a, um, you know, man or woman, whatever, you can post a sexy picture to social media. One of the many platforms, post a picture, you know, if you're a guy, post a picture of your shirt off, flexing, or, you know, one of the cutoffs flexing up, you should get some attention, right? You most of the time from the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, and then same same thing, vice versa with women, they're getting their body right. They're usually in the gym, not wearing uh, a sweatshirt, some basketball shorts, and most of them wearing like some uh, booty lifting leggings. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either gonna wear some leggings and a sports bra, or you know, 
most of the time pretty scantily clad, if you will, once, yeah. once they've hit that, that goal they had in their head. Right? But what, like you said, it's all for self-gratification. Okay, and that's why it usually doesn't last. Now, yeah. I say usually because, man, I, there's tons of people out there that do things the right way. And, you know, maybe they're just straight up good people and they really don't have to work on that. But in order to sustain a healthy mindset uh, at any given time, it usually does come with physical fitness. Yeah. At least at some point. I mean, like, not like being jacked, but like. Yeah, but, but also not, not running out of breath as you're walking across the house. Just healthy, just yeah, yeah healthy. just to be healthy. Exactly. Uh, you know, me, I'm not in the uh, prime shape that I once but you was. But hoop on once a week. Yeah, but I can fine. go I can go hoop, and I, and I can show them youngsters I still got. My friends die. They, a couple of them are dying. Yeah, right. Yeah, I text them, like, y'all good for next year. And they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, them old dudes can go. Yeah, do it different. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, uh, but that's just it. I mean, we... <sighs> And this isn't actually, it's going to come off this way, but it's not supposed to be a slam at the younger generation or, or to you and your friends or anything like that. But I will say this. Um, things are kind of weird for me because I am a millennial. I am an older millennial, but I am considered a millennial, right? But I understand the work for what you get kind of thing and if you're not willing to put the work in then you really don't have anyone to blame but yourself yeah you know and, and that's the way i've always looked at literally everything and don't get me wrong i've been boo-boo faced over something that i didn't work hard enough for before just like that's human nature everyone does that but as a general rule if i hadn't put the work in and i get passed up i really can't be like oh i'm i'm upset about this yeah because this is just this is wrong you know i i, I don't need a I don't need a parade in my honor every time I, I you know, do my job yeah. or do like, go to the gym. And depend on others. Right. Which, you know, I, I think that that's where this false happiness comes from. Yeah. They're based off likes. Exactly. Exactly. That is exactly the point. Like, like the first couple of pictures, tons of like, it's like a new car. It's great the first couple of times. Oh, and you yeah. just get used to it. Yeah. And then you get used to it and you don't like it anymore. So then you got to change something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or or push your limits, yeah. uh, you know. And, and I am. I promise. I'm being very generic on this. I'm not talking about any one person. I'm just going to use this as an example because it's something that I have seen. And I have noticed more. Okay. Um, but for instance, you get a uh, a girl on on Facebook, a, a pretty girl on Facebook, mm -hmm. right? You notice that when she's got it posted up, she's in a relationship, and blah blah blah. And she posts pictures of her and her man or her partner, whatever. You, you don't, I mean, you get this, you get your your likes, you know. Say she posts this picture, it gets 60 likes, right? And then the thirst trap happens, as I like to call it. So she is single. She doesn't post a picture. She don't post a, uh, some written out post. It just shows a status change. From in a relationship to single, man, you have 160 likes on that thing, and she'll post something talking about her day, and it'll be the most boring thing you've ever read in your life. Bang, 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 bang. And then when them likes are hitting, you know what I'm saying? And then all them comments are coming. Okay, well then the next one she posts some something similar, right? Bang, 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 bang. She's getting some likes. People are commenting. And then the next day she does the same thing again. You know, less likes, less comments. 
then the next day. No, you know, six likes, no comments, whatever. Right? So then you have to push the bounds. Okay. So, and, and I use this for females because it's honestly, it's just because it's easier to make this analogy with them because I'm convinced that women are so much more uh, successful or whatever you want to call it on social media. Yeah. Why? Because a woman is aesthetically pleasing. You, you know, men like to look at women. Women like to look at women, even if it's not in some, you know, sexual way or, or you know, anything like that. You Women admire other women, the way they look, the way they dress, the way they carry themselves, all this stuff they do. So women have the upper hand there, right? Yeah. So anyway, you stop getting your likes, blah, 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 blah. So she has to push the bounds. So what do you do? Well, I mean, okay, I'll post a picture along with some talk about my day. So it's talk about my day. Then it's just a, a facial shot of her smiling or whatever else. And then boom, you're being gay. Getting the likes. Getting the comment. And there's usually like 400 horny dudes on there like, oh, you're so beautiful. Uh, you know, it's down bad. <laughs> That's another thing huge that my my current my age group says all the time down bad. What does that mean? Like you put your dynasty, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're seeing it through, it doesn't matter what's in front of you, you're seeing <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Yeah, right. Tunnel vision. No matter who's gonna make this happen. And no matter who's in front or behind or beside you, you're <laughs> seeing it. Right. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And what's it called? Down bad? You're down bad. Okay, well yeah, okay, then that's a good example. Hey, look at that. I'm learning new. Learning new things, Jesus, which is like learning new, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, man. So, so you have these guys, you know, the horn dogs, like you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we should, we should totally go out sometime. Yeah, blah blah blah. She ignores them, like she does, and goes about her business. Does the same thing the next day. A few less likes, a few less comments, but she's still getting engaged, right? Mm-hmm. The next day, there's even less fights, even less comments, so she has to push the bounds again, right? So then it becomes a, more of a picture of a, say, a torso up picture. And I'm not talking about anything promiscuous or yeah. anything like that. Just like a torso up picture. And it gives a little more personality to the picture. Mm-hmm. So then, boom, you hit them again. Bang, 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 bang. Like, 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 like. Love, love, care, laugh, uh, poo emoji, whatever. I don't know. But uh, and you get your comments. Of, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you should come out with me. You know, whatever. You know, them dudes who are down bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so you got to push the bounds a little more because the same cycle repeats itself and repeats itself. So then it comes into more cleavage shots and things that are a little more sexualized. I'm not saying that they're even just overtly inappropriate. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not even talking about that. But, you know, you make sure you get the angle right to where it shows a little cleavage or. Makes you look better. Right. Right. It makes you a more desirable look. I object. Right, exactly. It objectifies yourself. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, false happiness is where I was going with this. So, anyway, so you push the bounds. You make it a little more promiscuous looking. You know, not necessarily inappropriate, but, you know, showing a little more skin, whatever you got to do. And, like I I said, I use the female because, like, a guy with his shirt off, like, honestly, a bunch of guys probably don't want to look at that. I got to be honest with you, most of the females that I know are like, oh, wow, he looks good. All right, next. And goes about her business, right? She doesn't sit and oogle over it. Where, you know, cleavage could trap a guy for days. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm not necessarily talking about me, you, anything like that. Yeah. It's just guys in general. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Easily pleased. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially yeah. by something 
as as good looking as a woman, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to look at a woman. So anyway, so you go into this this false happiness thing is where I'm going. Is so you do all of this and you get that. Uh, it's, it's like a drug, and it releases dopamine in your brain. That light, that calm. It, you get that. Oh, it's like it's like when you're a little kid and your mom comes in from the mailbox and she's like, "Hey, you got mail." It's so exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. I still and, and love that moment. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah. Well, you'll learn to hate it real soon. It'll be built. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like old oh, people saying stuff they know about me. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> like my right with the calls, like. I'd get something on my table, not because they wanted me. They just do that to every high school kid senior right. year. Because the more kids you get, the more money you make. Right. And I was like, the Ava wants me, and I was like, no, no, just to make money. Yeah, they're like, no, 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 we're not going to pay for your school, but yeah. you should come here. Yeah. <laughs> and give us your life savings. Right. So anyway, um, you start competing with yourself more than anything. Yeah. Right. So you, you know, at what point do you look at it and say, okay, that's enough? You know what I mean? That, that's enough. I, I'm I'm not a, a, a sideshow display. You know, I'm 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 a human being. Well, okay. So usually in this particular scenario, is the woman pushes herself to a point of exposing herself more than she would normally be comfortable with, but it was turned just a notch at a time. So therefore, it's easier to make decisions you wouldn't normally make. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All in the chase, uh, you know, it's it's like uh, what opiate addict, addicts call it, uh, ch- chasing the dragon. Yeah. Well, it's it's the same thing, maybe not on as dangerous of a scale, but it's the same thing. You know, you're you're searching for that feeling that you that you would get whenever you had you know 200 likes and 43 comments and you know everyone just telling you about how beautiful you are and how you're worth it and you're this and you're that. It gives you a high. So what happens whenever it gets pushed too far or someone makes a comment that doesn't go your way or maybe makes a comment that goes a little too far your way? And you're like, whoa, hold on a second. What do you do? You make a post about it, right? I'm not just an object. I'm not just a piece of meat for you to oogle at. I agree. Now, here's the thing that the mentality, excuse me, the mentality behind I'm not a piece of meat for you to oogle at. I'm not an object. I am a person. Is 100% correct. That is 100% correct. You're right. You should not be objectified as a woman or as a person in general. You should not be objectified, right? Mm-hmm. However, you can't turn yourself into an object for other people's amusement and for their uh, enjoyment. And then turn around and get mad at them for enjoying looking at you or, um, you know, making comments. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, pervy Steve. And if anyone listens to the name Steve, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the perv guy who's making very off-color remarks, screw that guy. That guy sucks. Mm -hmm. He's not doing what's right. However, whenever you get a lot more attention, especially from the opposite sex. After you've been acting this way, you really have to rein yourself in before you start flipping out on other people. Yeah. You know, the whole, uh, I'm not going to be taught to you this way. I've got this going on in my life. I'm more than just this, blah, 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 blah. Great. I agree with all of these things. I think that, it, I think that you're right. But 
you can't put yourself out there like you're a piece of meat for everyone's enjoyment and then be upset when they enjoy it. You know, and, and the, that's where the false happiness comes in because you have to put, you have to set the record straight. You have to get your, your humanity back. So you make the post. You know, hey, don't be posting no nasty stuff. Don't be, uh, you know, if, if me and you ain't ever talked in person, then don't be hitting my DMs. You know what I mean? These are all things that I've read before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, okay, so you've set the record straight. So now the next post you put out with no picture, just I had Sonic today. I don't know, just something. Mm -hmm. And you come up with three likes. I crash. You crash. And you don't have that 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 rush that you were looking for. So what do you do? Well, then you 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 type out something about telling about how your whole day went. Usually it's a little more dramatic. Well, drama attracts people, so they're like, okay, and you get you know your your 43 likes and your two comments, right? And everyone's like, oh, okay. And then but but you as the person posting it, are like, oh, good, okay, I'm on my way back up. I'm still relevant. Okay, yeah, exactly. I'm still relevant. Exactly. That's all people chase. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, and what's, what's so crazy about it is this, like, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say I'm above it because, like, I've, I've done stuff to try to try, try to prove my relevance mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But I tell you, the most freeing thing that ever, the, the most freeing light bulb that ever came on in my brain was who cares? Yeah. Who cares what this person, that the only connection you have to do is a social media platform. Who cares what they think about you? Seriously. Like, here's here's what it should be. Be a decent human being. End of story. That's yeah. it. Just be a decent human being. Look, I'm a Christian, and I'm a straight, and I'm white, and I'm a guy. You know who I'm not enemies with? Muslims or gays. Mm -hmm. I'm not uh, enemies with uh, black folks or Latinos. Mm -hmm. I'm not an enemy uh, of women. I, I am not a part of the, the patriarchy or, or, or whatever else. Um, I'm, I'm just a I'm just a peckerwood from Arkansas who, who runs a small business and wants to take care of his family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the the point I'm getting to through all of this is this. So and it's something I think you and I have talked about before is like true happiness doesn't come from other people's approval of you. It, it, and now, don't get me wrong, it, it'll make you happy, it'll make you feel good, and, and it's important. You want that. Everybody wants that. I want that. You want that. Everyone wants that. But true happiness, I let me, let me just put it like this, true happiness for me, in my own personal experience, is work. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking about grinding it out day in, day out at a dead end job. I'm talking about working towards something. Mm -hmm. A goal. Exactly. Work towards a goal and achieve that goal. And think that goal could be it's silly. It could be could be so small. But if you achieve it, it gives you that rush and it doesn't go away. I mean, it'll go away. But it's not nearly as, as fleeting. Mm -hmm. Of a moment as it is with something like you know the Facebook stuff or the the social media stuff, you know, I've, I've got a goal. Um, I've got a goal. I've got a '97 Chevy pickup that is a complete turd. Um, it is, you know, but it's mine mm -hmm. and I love it. And so you know, I, 
I work towards it. I work in order to buy all the parts for it. Then I work to slam slam it on the ground. Then I work to get the rims put on it. Then I, I worked so that I could put a sound system in it. And I'm working right now to redo the interior of it. You know what I'm saying? That, nothing, nothing about that is earth-shattering important. Yeah. It's just not. But it's important to me. Yeah. And I'm working for it. And whenever I achieve it, I can sit back, look at it, and be like, wow. Look, this was my work. This is what I did. And, you know, is that a sense of pride? Yeah, I, I would say so. Is it a sinful pride? Yeah, probably. Because I'm still, you know, even if I'm not doing it for people, I'm doing it for myself. I'm beating my chest and my head with what I did. I did that, you know. But I think as long as you don't, like, go crazy with that, I think you're still in pretty good shape. Yeah. But, you know, the pursuit of happiness is really just setting goals for yourself and then achieving them. And once you've achieved your goal, you set a new one. Because anything that stays stagnant for too long dies. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not constantly trying to grow as a human being, you will die. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and that's just the way I look at it. So false happiness comes from things like, you know, the influencers or just the just the people yeah yeah, the temporary stuff just the people who are on facebook just making posts and getting a ton of likes and and that just that's what drives them well you know i if if that's what drives you i would actually say maybe being an influencer is the life for you you should do that you know at least monetize your uh you know i don't even know how to word that man just just monetize your need to be relevant on social media. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you can do it and do it in a healthy way. I just see like, I don't know. I see a lot of problems with social media and the sense of like married folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of affairs have started on social media. That's not to blame social media for it because it's no one's fault but the two people involved, but or multiple people involved, whatever you know. But uh, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, man. I mean, I just I just think you got to be careful with social media just because of the fact that you chase that attention so much. And, you know, the longer you chase that attention, you're going to get mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to get the attention that you're wanting. The problem is, is that is that the attention that you need for your life? That's what comes after, too. That's not that you don't want that. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, and I mean, uh, I'm not here to judge anybody on how they make a living or how they handle their household or, or anything like that. I mean, that's their business. Uh, and it's none of mine. That's the beauty of being me. It's like, it's not my business. Cool. I'm out. I have no thank you to any of that. I have a four-year-old daughter. My life is dramatic enough. I don't need anything else. I'm good. We're trying it's to just adding on what you just said. It's like, okay. talking about like, now people want to chase like, not their own gratification or um, acceptance. Like, I think the most valuable thing is like, gratifying yourself. Like, your own approval is more important than anyone else's approval in the world, I believe. If you're not happy with yourself, you don't love yourself. Nothing's gonna happen. Someone else can't make you feel better than you can make yourself feel better. I think that's the problem with like now and then. Yeah, no, I, I actually, no, all, I like, actually agree with that. Like the day you work for what you wanted, you prove it to yourself. Now it's like I'm gonna do this and see how many people can. So, so let me let me change what I said then, uh, because I think you're right. Self gratification is not 
a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think what I'm more leaning towards isn't, I mean, it is self-gratification, but I think what I'm looking for, is, it, what I'm talking about is more instant gratification. Yeah. You know, not putting any work into it, just saying like, hey, here's my boobs on Facebook or, or check out my jack muscles on Instagram and boom, all of a sudden I'm making money. I didn't really have, I mean, I guess that's even a bad example because, I mean, you got to put work in the gym to look that way, you know, so it, it's tough, man. It, it's like it, wanting it. Yeah, I, I think that that. You be proud to tell people. Don't. Boastful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and hold on one second. Move the mic. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that you're. I think that you're right. Um, that that self gratification is important. It, it's and I, you know, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known to even think of it that way if you hadn't said it. So I mean, that's good. You know, uh, self gratification is important. You, you do need to be. You do need to approve of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say this: that um, not necessarily. Not necessarily the people on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but I do think you should seek approval from other people. Yeah, I enjoy when people like me, but yeah. I don't. My life is not determined by people liking me. Right. You, their opinion doesn't dictate your reality. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's an important mindset to have, especially for someone your age. That's that's a very important. I enjoy having a lot of friends, but I'm not going to let my friends going out affect me or then being like, hey, why don't you hang out? Then getting mad because I'm saving money. Right. No, I, I, I think that that's uh, I think that's that's a good uh, that's a good point, and man, I, I I gotta be honest with you. Like I said, but but here's the thing. Here's what I'm getting at with uh, seeking approval from other people. You should seek approval from people who are important to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I seek my wife's approval. I still seek my parents' approval. Um, I don't need it by any means, but I still want it. You know, it's a good feeling. It is making it, it, like someone proud, not someone, but someone of importance to you. Yeah, not it, some random person from Michigan. Like, yeah, right, right. Oh man, I I'll even hold it down and go over to that heart. Maybe that's a little on that post. You know what I'm saying? You know, it that doesn't that's fake. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna seek approval from other people, make sure it's people that you love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love you. I want your approval. I'm not always gonna have it because I'm your uncle who's the 12 years older than you, 12 years older than you. Um, you know, we're close enough in age where it's, we're going to see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. But I'm not always going to have your approval because there is a large age gap between us. I'm going to do things differently than you. Just like I'm not always going to approve of you running off to Texas to, to go to college and be with a girlfriend that wasn't even all that serious. I didn't approve of that. But at the same time, I didn't ride you about it either because it was like he's a grown man. I can't, I can't do that. I, I, I can't. I, I couldn't, in good conscience, be like Kobe. You are staying home. I, I'm just. I'm not going to do that. First off, I'm not your dad. I'm not your mom. I, I'm. I'm just your uncle, and I love you, and I want you to be happy. And a part of learning how to be happy is like you know, not not only setting goals and reaching. But setting goals and failing. Yeah. You know, and I know it, people are like, what? Failing doesn't make you happy. No, but failing makes you learn. Mm-hmm. And learning new things should make you happy. You know, you, you learned uh, in a very short time period, you learned maybe not what you wanted in life, but you learned what you didn't want. Yeah. And that's a big thing. And that's a, that, that's a beautiful thing. 
I've learned the same thing. Uh, I was a couple years older than you are now. Whenever I started going through all my stuff, and you know, I mean, I had to learn. I had to learn the hard way. School of hard knocks, man. You know, you just you go out, you make your decisions, you do the best you can with the decisions you've made, and sometimes you come up aces, and sometimes you know it's over with, it's done. You just have to take the lumps and and move on, you know. But if you always look at it in a sense of okay, I didn't necessarily lose, I just learned. You know, yeah, you might have took the L, but but you learned something. So it wasn't a complete waste of time. You know, there's only a few things in this world that I truly just stand hard-nosed I'm against. And wasting time is actually one of the big ones. Mm -hmm. That You know, I, I don't have anything to do on a Monday night, so I decided to start a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I have a friend of mine who knows how to do editing and producing and stuff, and so I asked him if he helped. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of every day I got to work with you. Mm -hmm. So it was a no-brainer for me to be like, hey, do you want to come on? It might not be an every week thing, but do you want to come on and talk with me? Because I like when we have conversations. Yeah. I like that as time goes on, you and I both might feel more comfortable having a little bit more intimate conversations. So actual experiences that you're going through, nothing, stuff that's not just so generic. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, I'm feeling, and I feel the same way right now. You know, this is my second time recording. I I don't feel super comfortable letting everyone into my everyday life just yet. Yeah. But ultimately, that's my goal mm -hmm. is to talk about my everyday life, is to talk about when my wife drives me up the wall over something that she was right about and I was wrong about to start with. But you know, I'm not going to admit it to her now. That that kind of stuff that happens on a daily basis that happens to everybody, especially married people. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's a part of the goal, but I'm not there yet. Yeah. And uh, I think as time goes on, you know, we'll both feel more comfortable about it and say, you know, hey, this is, you know, this is just a part of our life. You know, this is what we do. And we're going to talk about it and, and, and let it, you know, just let it ride. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Until then, uh, stay woke or stay uh, whatever it is that you are. And uh, yeah, remember, keep your panties out of a twist. This is just my opinion.